podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Trots YouTube channel and welcome back to another match preview. In this week's episode, we will be turning our attention towards the EFL Cup, uh, where we will be playing Crystal Palace in a Wednesday night under the lights third round home fixture at St. James's Park. Uh, I'm Scott, I am your host for this one and I am joined this evening by Ian, Harry and Joe. Uh, Ian, how are you this evening, my friend? Uh, I'm great. Just had a really nice gusto, gusto, gusto pie. Um, listen to Eddie Howe, well, half of Eddie Howe's podcast with uh, from the high performance. And obviously, yesterday at the time of recording, we uh, beat Southampton 4 1. So um, I'm doing great. Happy days indeed. Yeah, I haven't yet watched the Eddie Howe thing. I was waiting for the YouTube video to drop and then it uh, dropped a bit late for, uh, for watching it uh, before making food and all sorts but enough of my personal life harry how are you getting on my friend i'm okay thank you very much scott i'm brilliant great <laughs> you're okay you're brilliant you're right, okay you're right i'm very tired if you want to be honest answer, i'm extremely tired but priorities honesty is the key harry it always is and uh joe welcome back to your third match preview on the spin you don't get a hat-trick ball Cheers, unfortunately man. but uh we might get you a special badge in the in the telegram group or something i don't know we'll see what we can do nice. uh, how are you this evening i'm great mate yeah, phenomenal yeah um still absolutely shattered after watching yesterday's game i wasn't even there and uh yeah no i'm i'm, I'm phenomenal fantastic love watching miggy score awesome i mean who doesn't right it's uh, always a nice thing uh, yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, we'll be looking towards the Crystal Palace game on Wednesday evening. But before I do that, as always and as every week, we are sponsored by Magpin. Magpin are the go-to site for high-quality unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends and retro kits. They've also uh, started to do the postcards. I think they went on sale on Friday uh, for the uh, month of uh, October. Uh, there's a... Well, obviously, there's no defeats, so they're all good. Uh, if you want more information on that, you can go to magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. So let's get into it. Uh, the EFL Cup, or as I like to still refer to it as the Coca-Cola Cup, or as Harry alluded to, the Carling Cup and the Capital One Cup, and whoever wants to pay as much money as they want to to be the name before the word Cup, Cup. Uh, it's the League Cup, uh, if you want to be really old school. Um, we're in the third round. Um, I don't think I can't remember. We we didn't have to play a game again in the third round. We go straight in, don't we, as a Premier League team? No, we'll be um, Tramia. Be Tramia, mate. We did. Oh, yes, we did. Good for my birthday. Two, wow, two, that was a minging game. Miles ago. That was awful. I thought we were going to lose. I was awfully But usually they have the, the third round a lot sooner than this, don't they? So you, you'd be forgiven to, to yeah. think yeah, that. I, yeah, because we played Tramia back in August. I'm pretty sure they announced the Palace game either the same week or the week after so mm. yeah, yeah I, mean, August, I can't even remember what i did yesterday so there we go um we do play crystal palace uh it is as i mentioned a home fixture um palace have been doing okay since we last played them 
uh, a few weeks ago. Well, it was longer than a few weeks ago. Uh, they've got four wins, two defeats, and one draw. Uh, Ian, I'll come to you first. Uh, obviously, that's a league performance, but what are your confidence levels uh, going into this one? Uh, still really high. Um, <clears throat> Palace are, are very... I thought under Vieira last season were very good. Um, it's started a little bit slower this season, um, but they're, they're, they are a good football inside. I think the, the way that all come... Again, I, I've alluded this to a couple of times... Um, on match previews, it's it's not so much about worrying about the opposition now. It's because we know that whatever team he puts out, whatever players are, uh, are playing, um, they'll perform. So yep. confidence is very very high. Especially, I think it's a sold out game as well, which is is absolutely amazing for a third round uh, third round league cup game. Um, I think obviously we'll touch on it later in terms of lineups. I think there will be changes, but. As I've said before, I think he's getting a tune out of literally everyone that's playing at the minute. So, um, on the back of undefeated in nine, there'll be nine league nine league yeah. games. Um, nine league games. So, I mean, technically, we're undefeated in the Caribou Cup as well. So, um, you know, right, this is it. Um, as well so as, a, as, a, as a run, confidence will be really high. So, uh, expecting and hoping to, to progress. Yeah, I think we'll probably spend a bit longer today talking about Newcastle playing because the changes are expected. Uh, Joe, um, yeah. what are your feelings going into this uh, this game on Wednesday? To be completely honest, um, I'm not quite as confident as the last couple of league games. And the main reason why is simply because of the potential changes that we will make and the potential changes that Palace will make. Um, again, not to get too uh, much in the details about lineups just yet, but I know that some of the players that... Palace played in the last fixture against Oxford. Um, so they're sort of second string. I know they've got a couple of injuries there. So you would expect that some of the first team players would come straight in, which you know suggests obviously a strong Palace side. Um, what I have, yeah, the, again, the thing on our, uh, from our side of things, when we've made a few changes, especially sort of late into the game, um, you have noticed that there's a few little... Uh, potential cracks and we do tend to make a few mistakes now that's not to say that you know the the squad is, isn't good and that we uh don't have enough to get through i think we absolutely do but i just worry that uh you know those having some of those um players come in that haven't been starting recently it, it could cause us to be a little little more shaky than what we're used to uh so yeah. i'm just a little cautious confident but cautious i think mm. Yeah, it's always a funny one, the cup game, especially this early on. It's who's going to take it seriously, who's just going to field a, you know, field out a field a field of youngsters, um, or who's going to, you know, grab it by the scruff of the neck and give it a good go. And um, Harry, given our league position, what's your thoughts on this? Do you want us to go for this cup or do you want us to concentrate more on the league? What would you prefer the priorities to be for uh, Eddie Howe's team? I think that's the thing. I think the priorities of the club will have probably changed as well. I remember at the start of the season, it was all kind of, as long as we're kind of, I suppose, top 10 and a good cup run, that's what we all would have been kind of delighted with, really. Um, but I think it's very unexpected position that we are in the league. Um, I mean, we're third. Like, Newcastle United are third in the league after 13 games, and I know there's a few in hand, but I think in terms of priorities of Eddie Howe, I think the Carabao's not a bad one to go for. Um I think it also, we don't have a lot of depth in terms of 
quality players, but we do have depth in terms of players that house coached. And I think that that's a massive bonus for us, the manager that we have. Um, he's turning these players into in the world beaters, really. Um, so I don't think priorities will change. I think they want to try and keep it pretty bang on. I think priorities will change probably January time. Once we start getting mm-hmm. players to the door, then they'll be like, okay, let's kick on for for, for kind of European spots like top seven, because um, we are in that position where we can talk about that with, I suppose, some seriousness. Really, not just kind of looking at it and hoping for it. Um, but no, I'd, I think. Don't get us wrong, I'd rather the FA Cup, but a cup's a cup. I could not care less at this point. The whole time I've supported Newcastle United, the midway, pretty much, yeah, it's been under Mike Ashley. Um, so I don't care what happens. If we win, I'm over the moon. Um, so I'd hope the priorities wouldn't change. I wouldn't mind to see a, a decent squad go out there and, and get a win and, and take some seriousness with the Cups. Yeah, it's a funny one. I think if you'd asked anyone uh, at the start of the season, like you said, a good cup run, regardless if it's FA Cup or Carabao Cup, or ideally both would have been on the cards, <clears> and then the league would be, you know, like you said, top half. But given where we are, who knows? I think I think a, a lot of fans would be thinking, more, well, let's sack this one off to concentrate on the league position, and then we'll go for the FA Cup." Um, who knows? That's not what I think, but uh, you know, I've seen that being posted on Twitter by a few people and on the NUFC Reddit and all that sort of stuff. Um, we'll turn to Palace. Like I mentioned, uh, the since we last played them, since that infamous nil-nil draw or a, a one-nil victory for Newcastle, as it, it should so rightly have been, um, they're sitting in tenth in the league uh, with four wins, two losses, and a draw. Their two losses, I believe, were Everton and Chelsea. So a bit of a mixed bag on your defeats there. You get you know two-one. I think was the Chelsea game, and then they got beat very recently against Everton three-nil. Um, I think that was right after we uh, beat Everton. Um, Ian, obviously, league form and cup form are two totally different things, but do you expect Palace to come out all guns blazing for this? Um, It's a a difficult one because ultimately, I think Palace, uh, and I don't like using the phrase, are too good to go down. Um, But if if you look at how the Premier League shaping up, I think, there's, there's obviously the bottom three at the minute and then a, a couple that could drift in there. I think Palace are probably going to be safe um, this season. So they might look at this as an opportunity of, to, to have a really good goal, similar to what our, our sort of hopes or our ambitions were at the start of the season before, we obviously turned into world-class Brazil. Um, so it's, it, it will be a, a difficult one. It, it depends, again, how Vieira wants to, to put his team out, whether he wants to give his, his sort of second stringer um, a run out or if he wants to, to make a go for it. Um, <clears throat> I think, obviously, last time I think last time we played Palace in the league, sorry, last season, not last time, um, was a nighttime game. Um, and I think I think you might have mentioned getting under Wolf Zahar's skin and he sort of loses his head. I think that yep. was a, a game that he did that. Um, because he's literally done nothing for months, I took him out of my fantasy team and he had a had a, a great game on Sunday. So he might look to start and carry that form. So like you say, with, with cup form and, and league form, it's it's two completely different things. You, it's literally anyone's guess as to what, what team's going to be fielded, not just for Palace for us as well, but you would hope that with the backing of the crowd sold out, Nighttime game, um, and and listening to like I say, listening to Eddie Howe's podcast, 
he he want he wants to win. He wants to go into to each game and win. And he, he's um, sort of uh, Harry was talking about developing players and things like that. That's very much what he's been about. So I don't think he'll look at it as a uh, sort of a free pass to just get get minutes in players that aren't playing. I think he will feel a strong the strongest team he can to to get a a result in the cup. Yeah, it's interest, interesting you mentioned uh, Wilfred Zaha there. And yeah, I think he is, and I still stand by what I said in the last preview where we did about Palace, where if you can get under his skin early on, whether it be players or fans or whatever, and he doesn't get his own way, he spits his dummy out and he, he just goes missing for the game. But he is one of those players, kind of like St. Maximum, where he could have a really quiet game and then just one thing, one chance, one loose ball, he'll pounce on it and you know he'll get a goal. I did the same as you. I took him out of my uh, fantasy league uh, this week and brought in uh, Gross from uh, from Brighton and yeah Zaha scored and Gross didn't I think he got an assist though so I'm okay there but he is their top scorer with six goals um, their second top scorer is currently out injured uh, in is it Eduardo or Eduard they've also got MacArthur and Richards as well who are out so they've picked up a few knocks um, I think they've been over the past few weeks but I think Eduardo is um, pretty pretty recent um harry given that you know outside of those two top scorers they've got players who scored two one goals um are you worried about the threat that palace could potentially have given how good our defense has been well how good our league defense has been um i think when you look at the southampton game um Mankio was i mean he's going to be well off the pace I, I don't think you can really judge kind of the players that are coming out. I mean, he was out of the team for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and if you put anyone in the position that Kieran Trippier has just been in, it's uh, it's not going to be good for you, really. Um, even Trent. So go to the World Cup, Trippier. Um, but I think it's a tough one because they've got creative players. They've got every uh, Chiesi. Uh, you've obviously got yep. Zaha. Um, that Elise as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm sure they're... Is he... Jean-Philippe Mateta, I think, um, mm. who was fairly highly rated um, and he's quite a unit. Um, but with our kind of no-nonsense centre-backs that we could possibly bring in, we could probably play like Jamal Lascelles and even kind of maybe Dan Byrne back in the middle. Um, I think we should be all right. We really should be all right. I mean, like you said, there's just Zaha with, with a vast number of goals and then obviously the second goal scorer is out as well. So... I think we'll be all right. Uh, it just completely depends on what we do up, up the pitch as well. Yeah, it's um, it's a funny one with, with Palace because they don't seem to do very well away. Uh, their away form isn't the best. Uh, they, they seem to do a lot better at home. Uh, although, to be honest, when we played them, it was quite an even game. I thought up until um, you know, kind of midway through the second half where we started to take over a little bit and then it grew they kind of grew back into it um we'll move on to newcastle um and and what we think they're gonna do uh, i'll come to you joe first for this one obviously changes are expected i don't think anyone's expecting him to field exactly the same starting 11 as he did yesterday or or on sunday if you're watching this on uh, on tuesday um what are your thoughts just initially um on kind of what house plan will be for this in terms of a lineup you know what? I'm actually really fascinated to see what he does because this game is uh, quite unique, actually, because most of the time you'd have this game smack bang in the middle of 
uh, league fixtures, wouldn't you? But obviously, we only have one league game until the massive break with the World Cup. So it's really a case of do you give the players a well-needed rest or do you ask them to push through just one last time? Because let's be honest, I think, well, we have a handful going to the World Cup, but, you know, a lot of them will be staying behind for um, for this sort of mini pre-season that we've got. It'll be interesting to see whether he asks them to do one last sort of final push. Um, I think an, another interesting thing which, uh, Eddie, I will be um, conscious of is the harmony within the squad. Obviously, you started you started most of the uh, games with the same team, roughly near enough, and he'll want to make sure that some of those uh, fringe players will, you know, want to know that they're getting a game. So, like this, like Lascelles, obviously Matt Target. Um, so uh, it, it'll be really interesting. I do expect some changes, maybe not as many as we normally would if this game was in any other season. Um, so I, yeah, I would probably expect Matt Target to come in. Uh, I expect Maxi to probably start. May not get the full 90 minutes, but I expect him to probably start because he'll want to get those minutes into his legs. Shelby's an interesting one. I don't know if he'll start Shelby because he's ve- he's been very cautious with him. And our midfield has been has been phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, as confident that he'll start Shelby, but you never know. He, he could do. Yeah, that middle of the park is interesting because obviously Joel Linton's back from suspension. But Joe Willick, yeah, he is, Longstaff and Bruno all did an amazing job at the weekend. And Eddie Howe, you know, if I think if this was a league game, Joe Linton wouldn't get back into that. He wouldn't just walk back into that starting eleven because that wouldn't be fair on the players who came in. Although Joe Linton has been playing on the left of more recent uh, more recent games, so who knows? Um, I'm with you. I think Max will start. I think he needs to get those minutes in his legs because... He came on and, and obviously he did get the assist for Bruno's goal against Southampton. But apart from that, he didn't do much. I think it took him a good 10 minutes to even get involved in the game when he came on. And by then, you've only got 10 minutes left. So, you know, hats off to him. He got the assist. He got the he managed to get the pass off to Bruno to score that beautiful goal uh, at the end of the, the game yesterday. Um, I also think, though, if we move up to, you know, the striker, and the striker who, who starts... I think if Callum Wilson's fit, and I'm telling in terms of he's over his in, he's over his illness, he starts. And the reason for that is he's only got two games left, potentially only one game left, to really tip Southgate's decision. He'll want to play that game regardless. Um, Ian, obviously Chris Wood came on and got a, a very good goal, um, a very, very tidy finish. Does that warrant Wood keeping his place, or if Wilson's fit, do you put him in? It's this is a, a difficult one. I think in the in the mindset of of a fan, you always want you best. And I think to some some degree, Eddie Howe does this as well. If if you you're performing well, you'll keep your place. And I think as as a fan, you always want your your best player starting. Um, just touching on on sort of what Joe said, it, it's a case of it's a I don't envy his, his decisions that he's having to make because obviously the like you say the harmony within the, the squad the, the the morale must be absolutely through the roof. But then it's a case of needing to to call on those players, even just to to give I don't know like even if the the, the fringe players come in for sixty minutes and then he brings on players for half an hour, just to to give those those legs a little bit of a rest because yeah. we, we all know what sort of. 
a tactics and intensity and, and how how hard we press it, it does take its toll. So this might be an opportunity to to get some of those fringe players in. Um, <clears throat> I do think you probably will go with Wood. Um, just judging on obviously Wilson, I think I completely see your point about there, there only being two games, but I think you'll probably look to to put Wood in um, and, and play some of the players that aren't getting a lot of minutes, like the Nebby's Fraser coming in, um, Shelby obviously is at maximum target. Um, but again, it's a case of us sitting here every match preview, thinking about what what could happen, and literally. It's anyone's guess. The only the only person that knows at the end of the day would be Eddie Howe. Um, but I definitely don't envy his, his decisions that he's having to make because he, he's obviously going to have to to keep players some players happy. Um, yep. it, he's obviously going to have to keep morale happy. So it is it is a little bit of a difficult one. Um, but I, I would expect I think a few changes to come in. Um, but where they will be is, is anyone's guess. Because like you say. You don't really want to upset the back four, but then you, I think Trippier obviously was feeling his, his hamstring or his groin, so you don't want to risk him, especially in terms of his World Cup. Um, <clears throat> you've got the likes of Target, who really hasn't put a foot wrong since he's been here. He's just been kept outside by a very well well performing back five. The midfield, anyone that goes in there looks very solid. Um, but again, Willick, I think Willick went off with possibly a knock or, or tired legs towards the end. Um, Again, Southampton. So, completely depends at what players he's got at his disposal um, and, and how he wants to how he wants to attack it. So, to sum up, Scott, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Not a Scooby. Excellent. Yeah, I think I think you know if you you saw even Miggy Almiron was down on the deck by the end of the game. Just and he wasn't injured. He just looked knackered. Like, just yeah. Knack. Not surprised. I've scored too many goals. I can't run to run anymore. So we'll see what happens. I think an interesting area of the pitch where we might see a change is in goal. Um, obviously, Nick Pope's done so well. And to be fair, apart from the Southampton game, the past few games, he hasn't had much to do. Uh, I don't think uh, there's been a shot on target the two games before that. So um, we have uh, a- an abundance of a selection of goalkeepers. Uh, you know, we've got Carl Dollar, who was back on the bench at the weekend which totally flew under the radar for me. I didn't realise that until after the game that Dollar was on the bench. Um, and obviously we've got uh, Karius who came in on that short-term deal yet to feature. Harry, in terms of a goalkeeper, is it a case of just keep Nick Pope because he hasn't really been utilised much when he's been on the field? Or do you give someone else a chance like Dollar or Karius, even if it's kind of just as a you know, a, a cameo appearance for a one-off game? Because I think after this, Karius's contract's up, right? He's done by... He's only a short-term six-month contract, if that, so he's probably done by January. Um, I think it's an interesting one because with Eddie Howe, obviously, we always say if you play well, you're in goal and... Oh, sorry, on the pitch. Um, But then I also think if you've got players there that aren't playing, yes, the morale is fantastically high in the squad, but I think what helps morale is when the players get that experience on the pitch uh, within the first team. Um, I wouldn't mind to see a changing goal, um, whether that is Carrius <laughs> or Darlow. To be honest, I don't have a preference. Um, I wouldn't mind to see Carrius in any Castle shirt, to be honest. I don't think he's a, a bad keeper. I mean, we all know what he's, what he's remembered for and what he's known for. But when he first started getting under the scene, he, he looked like a, a good keeper. Um, in terms of 
kind of the rest of the pitch, I think we've got some very tired lads, to be honest. I mean, they've gone through a heavy period here trying to get a lot in before the World Cup. Um, but then obviously you've got Joe Linton, you've got Maxi, um, Shelby, all these players who are kind of come back from injuries and suspensions that have had rest. Um, yes, the match fitness might not be 100%, but I think that's where you've got to start those players, um, especially if we want to kind of go far in, in this competition or any competition. You can't just go, oh, well, you can have a go, you can have a go, you can have a go. Um, you've got to have some experience and some kind of class within that team. I think that's what Shelby will, Shelby will bring. I can almost see the game kind of being championship quality. Um, I can't see it being kind of as, pa- as fast-paced as the Premier League and especially if we play Shelby, nothing against Shelby, but he just pings balls uh, and that is very championship, um, which makes me also think, obviously it's not guaranteed that Shelby will start, but I do think Wood will start, like mm. Ian was saying, I know exactly what you're saying with, with Wilson, but it's that thing where Wood's just got a goal uh, and it was a fantastic goal, um, so he could be thinking, I'm, I'm going to go for this. And I don't think we'll keep Wood for a, a long time. I think he possibly could be gone in the summer if the right deal comes in. It'll be nowhere near 25 million, um, but it'll be good to see him kind of get in the team because, yes, everyone slates him and saying 25 million for Wood. One for Wood. I mean, he was kind of everything. Like the, the whole the whole player that we brought in in that January was everything. Then everyone played the part. Um, yep. So I think you got Wood starting, Mackie starting, Shelby starting, Target. Um, I think Fraser will start as well, but I do find Eddie Anderson a funny one as well um, because I wouldn't mind to see him just get a, a decent amount of time out. Yes, I'm, I'm sure he started against Tranmere or was played a fair bit against Tranmere. Um, but I wouldn't mind last to see him 20, I think. Was it, was it last 20? Yeah, I think and so. I'd like to see him start because yeah. why not? He, he does look good. There's a few <laughs> times that he's came on and, and done too much, but if he's starting the game and he's, he's up with the pace of the game, I think he could be handy. Yes, um, I prefer him on the wing, but he could probably play a pretty good role in in centre midfield, just ahead of kind of Shelby. And I don't have a clue who's going to play in that three. I mean, we're all assuming that he's going to play the same system. Um, yeah, <coughs> I, I think he will. I think there's been too much, too many positives and, and too much success from that formation and in that system. But there's always a chance he could change it up just to try get some players in really yeah it, i was going to move on to the youngsters and whether anyone will get a start obviously elliot anderson is top of that list when it comes to youngsters getting a start um i'm with you i'd like to see him if anything for him get a start at st james's park let him you know run out under the lights and and really kind of soak up that atmosphere which i think is different if you're on the bench to if you're the player on the field um i, I wouldn't mind seeing Sorry. someone like maybe matty bondswell as well yep so I was going to say I'm second guessing myself. I think he might have actually started the Tramia game. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm 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 actually second guessing now. But yeah, I think it would be a great great opportunity to for him to get some minutes. Well, um, I don't even remember it happened, so you know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I now remember getting subbed off. Now I, it, it was a while back. It was it was a couple it was, of months. Now. It was, there was, there's been too many games and and too, too many, many goals, too many. too many goals for Newcastle since that game to remember that game. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd like to see Elliot Anson have a start, but then it's the question of who, where does he play, who does he come on for? You know, he's been used on the left. That's where Maxi is typically going to come in, or if Joe Linton's back, he's potentially going to come in. So, 
we'll see what happens there. Um, we'll come to predictions, uh, and I'll stick with you, Harry, for your prediction first of all, because uh, I never come to you first for these predictions. So you're under the spotlight. There you go. Uh, your prediction. No um, I think it could kind of have a lot of goals in the game. Uh, I, I think it'll be a mixed bag from both squads of, of the players that they have. And I think we'll win 3-2. I think it'll be a, a goal fest. 3-2, I'd like that. Uh, Joe, your prediction? Right, before I do my prediction, does it go straight to penalties if, uh, yes. if it's... You got penalties. <laughs> there's no, yeah. There's only penalties. There's only extra time in the quarters in the final. Yeah, because I, I knew it was last round. I couldn't remember if it carried on to the say, Okay, fine. Yeah. If that's the case, I actually I'm I'm different from Harry. I don't think it will be quite as high score. I think it'll be quite scrappy. I think it'll be very physical in the midfield. I'm gonna say one-one, and then we win on penalties. Oh. I think oh, I can't handle I know, penalties. I know. Can't have I know. Hey, I can't. Yeah. I can't. But I, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I think I just don't think it'll be quite as free flowing as we used to seeing in the league, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like we say, like we said uh, earlier, it all depends on how many changes he makes. Uh, if, yeah. he, if he makes a, if he makes enough, I think I think we could see it being a little bit disjointed at times. But I'm still I'm still confident we'll, we'll do enough. Yeah, I think the fact that it is only going to be what ninety minutes plus injury time and penalties may also yeah. influence his, his uh, team selection as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think of, well, there's no chance of playing 120 minutes, so why not just keep out a strong team and, and go for it? So we'll see what happens. I mean, we played three games in the week last week, was it, or the week before, uh, with the mm-hmm. midweek game at Spurs. So the players can do it, but they are coming off that and they are looking a bit tired. Ian, your prediction, my friend. Uh, I agree with uh, agree with Joe. I think if he is bringing in again, it completely depends on what 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 team he feels. But I think if I remember rightly back to the Tramia game, I, I think it was very scrappy. I don't think we we had the the quality that we've shown with it, obviously the first team players. Um, that being said, this could be players' sort of last opportunity to to show that they belong to to stay at the club. Obviously, we're, we're in the dizzy heights of third and there's all, all all the talk of sort of what players could be coming in. This this could be ultimately their chance to to, to show sort of what they what they have to offer the club. Um I'm gonna be optimistic. I think I think just the, the morale is really high. I think even if he does bring the players in, the like likes of the players that are coming back. I said, um, I think it was on extra time. The likes of St. Maximum, Joe, Joe Linton, Shelby. They're not they're Fraser. They're not bad players to, to come in. So yeah. I'm going to go for two-one win. Two-one, nice. Yeah. So I was doing a little bit of research into the the numbers of Palace, <clears> and they, they do tend to, like I said, they're not the best away uh, in terms of their form, but that is in the league. Um, I think from what I've seen, it was 60% of their games away are over 2.5 goals. Uh, so I'm going to book that trend because it's the league and I think we're going to win 1-0. And I think it'll be on the hour mark. I think we'll score around that time. So uh, I'm not going to say who's going to score because I don't know who's going to start. But uh, I think it'll be just a 1-0. Um, I think it'll be a dominant performance from Newcastle. But I think we'll struggle to score. Um, because Palace, 
like I said, shy of the Everton game, their results have been pretty low scoring, kind of like Southampton. Although <laughs> we all saw what happened with Southampton after I said they don't concede many goals. So I'll say that again, and it'll be a 5 0 win. Um, no, I'll, I'll stick with 1 0 um, for that one. Um, obviously, we'll be back for another match preview this week as well uh, for the Chelsea game. So we'll be able to see pretty quickly how bad or good all of our predictions have been tonight. Uh, is there anything anybody anybody wants to add before we wrap this one up? Yeah. On the um, Sorry. Good for Joe Linton not getting in the Brazil squad ahead mm-hmm. of, of Fred, particularly. Even Paqueta, who obviously we all... Wait, well, we're willing to probably not, but we're wanting to see because he's Bruno's best friend. I just think on form. But saying that, <clears throat> Joe Linton's literally a year, not even a year into that position. Um, he's probably got a little bit more learning to do. It's not a million miles away from him, but I think yeah. given his, his upturn in form, I think that would have been the icing on the cake for him to, to get in the World Cup squad. But um, maybe he's maybe next World Cup. I think the fact he got on the provisional will probably mean he'll yeah. get a chance to play for Brazil in the future unless they win it. I think if Brazil win it, then that, mm. that team, that squad, <clears throat> you have to stick with that moving forward for as long as you possibly can. Um, so it, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Joe, you wanted to, to add something as well, mate. No, I was just going to say, uh, I was reading on the Palace website that they, well, they were hinting that Johnson, which is their second choice keeper, uh, might be might be starting. Uh, so oh. obviously that could be that'd be good for us. Um, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are, gonna, yeah. It might be five nil. Yeah. No, I just <laughs> echo, echo on that. Joe Linton front. Yeah, is, is a shame for him. I just think that if he keeps his consistency up over the next year or two, and uh, you can only get better under Howe, right? Oh, you know. So and he's going to. I can see him being a, a starter for us for a good few years to come. So uh, I think he's got every chance of getting in future squads, like you said, unless unless they win it. I hope he's not good by it though. I really hope he's not good. Like he will be. Don't get us wrong. I think yeah. no matter who you are, you, you're going to be good. But I just hope it, it doesn't dampen the spirits. And it, I, I think at least he's got something to fight for with his at club level. Say if he was playing this well and we were sitting in what twelve, then I think he'd struggle. But the fact that he's we have something going for us in the league, I think hopefully it, it picks up. But I think Bruno will. I think Bruno will be a pretty good mentor for him as well to kind of sit there and be like. This, 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 and fingers crossed, fingers crossed, because I absolutely love him. I think the fact that Tete was at St. James's a couple of weeks ago and had a little meal uh, with Bruno uh, the night before the game, um, I think Joel Linton probably already knew. I think he would have, you probably, Tete would have been like, look, I'm not going to pick Joel Linton, but, you know, I can't disclose anything, but just to let you know, like, I think he's probably already had the chance to get over whatever bad news. And to be fair, it's not really bad news because he made the provisional squad. He's never played for Brazil before. So I'm, I'm just you know listening I mean? to this like, conversation. He's not missing anything. He's just he's just he's not quite at that level, I think, because Brazil have some good players and you know, we've Fred is probably one that maybe is a is, is the one that he should be replacing. But yeah. Fred it's has experience as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Who anyway, thought? this isn't the Fred show. This isn't the Brazil <laughs> show. Um, we down will, burn for uh, England. Probably down burn for England. Ooh, down burn. Kieran Tripp, yeah, Nick. Five potential, is it five players? Four, four players? Why not? Four, four new players in an England squad. 
No, I get him in there, man. He's classic. Joe Willick. Joe Willick. Shelby. Get Shelby in there as well. Let's just, let's just take Newcastle. I just take Newcastle as well. Who would have thought, though, a year ago that we would have had a conversation about Joe Linton missing out on a Brazil squad? Who would have thought... Who would have thought we'd be speaking about any Newcastle player getting into any international any side, inter- even yeah. the ones who were season vets this time last year? Honestly, the way that we're performing, even Fabian Scher wouldn't have got into the Switzerland squad. Um, any kind of walks into that squad uh, from from understanding. Well, in the squad, not the team. Um, anyways, let's wrap this one up. Thanks very much to Harry Joe and Ian for joining me this evening and thanks you for watching uh, if you've liked this content please consider becoming a subscriber um, to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel all you got to do is scroll down from this video hit the little subscribe button and while you're there hit the thumbs up or thumbs down because that feeds the algorithm to uh, let us know well let other Newcastle fans know about this video and if you're listening to us on the podcast channels on Spotify or iTunes podcasts or wherever it is you listen to Give us a rating, five stars, four stars, it's all you need. Gets us up those rankings. And again, just like the thumbs up, thumbs down on YouTube, helps us reach other people on those podcast channels. And if you want to go one step further, we do have a membership program as well. It's $2.99 a month, and that gets you early access to videos as well as access to the Telegram group. And we also sometimes invite some of our members on to do a match preview or take part in other videos. But that is it for this one. We'll go into this game brimming with confidence with the unknown of who's going to be picked for that starting 11. But I'm sure whatever happens, we will get behind Eddie Howe's third place mags. I've been Scott. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks, everybody. Ta-da. See you later. Podcast Network.